Welcome everyone. I'm Jeffrey Goodman, Director of Marketing and Development for the YMCA of Northwest Louisiana, and we're here for Shreveport Bossier, my city, my community, my home. And our guest is Dylan Holmes. So Dylan, thanks so much for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, Dylan. So you're, and if I get anything wrong, just hop in and correct me, but you're a senior at Huntington High School. Uh, greatly involved at school, both as a student and an athlete. Let's start here today. You're very active in Kappa League. Uh, tell me what Kappa League is and some of the different things you do as part of Kappa League. Um, basically, it's a youth guidance organization targeting young black males, but that's not all we accept. We accept anybody from anywhere around this area. Um, it focuses more on community service and giving back to the community while also teaching you leadership skills and how to carry yourself as a gentleman. Like, for example, we'll have classes on how to wear suits and certain suits that you wear with certain seasons and things like that. And it's just really a way for us to come together to build our community as a team. And do you do it, when do you do it? Do you do it after school? Do you do it on the weekends? Or how, and how often do you meet? And just how does it work as an organization? Um, usually, mandatory will have at least one meeting a month. It'll usually be on a Sunday evening. That'll be so everyone can be there mostly. And then all throughout the month, whenever somebody calls and says they need anything, that's when we show up. Like, it can be something as small as the Salvation Army needs us to ring bells outside of Walmart or it can be the Girl Scouts need help getting their cookies off trucks. And how'd you get involved in that? Um, interesting story. So um, it was actually my friend's grandfather who was an Kappa, a Kappa member and our organization is called Bossier City Alumni. So these grown men came back and they wanted to do something to inspire the community and the youth within our community. So after he told me, all of our friends were like, okay, yeah, we're gonna join this. This sounds fun. And it's been great? It's been great. I've been in it since, I think, my seventh grade year. Wow. Okay. Awesome. All right. And you're also a member of Raider Court, and I believe you recently went to Washington, D.C. for close-up as part of Raider Court. Tell me about Raider Court, what it is, and, and some of the different skills you learn as part of the program. Um, This is an interesting thing because... Growing up, I've always wanted to be an engineer, but when I got to Huntington, it was business law. That was, They were a business law uh, aimed course, so they were just inquiring if I liked things like that. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. And as you can see, I'm now in Raider Court. Raider Court is basically a juvenile justice club and organization. Sometimes we volunteer at the juvenile courthouse to be jurors for teen court and other times we're around our school. We have an actual courtroom inside of our school and sometimes they, with freshman referrals, we see freshman referrals and try to give them alternatives other than um, suspension or more serious punishments, things like we'll try to give an alternative of like an essay or tutoring, like basically peer guidance. So they don't steer too off the wrong course, things that's, like that. That's great. When I first read about it, I was like, Raider Court, I tried to do some research and I couldn't find that much. And I was thinking like Mardi Gras Court or uh, Homecoming Court, yeah. but it's a court, court. I think we're actually the first, I think we're actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think we're actually the first in Louisiana. 
Yeah, that does pure court. Like a lot of schools have mock trials and court rooms in their court, but they don't actually take the time to focus on their actual students and trying to help the students through the program instead of just teaching about law. We actually get to learn about law while also enacting law. And then we get to go up to another level uh, of the juvenile courthouse to actually see how what we're learning can take effect on a bigger scale. And I feel like I read a little bit about maybe the teacher who brought that program to Huntington. It's a female, if I'm not mistaken. Tell me a little bit about her and Um, just um, how this all came about. Ms. Dick, um, Ms. Dick, I met her. As I said, I was a transfer in the Huntington. Um, this was the first lady I met this And you transferred your from, junior year, right? Yes, sir, from Shree. From Shree. Uh, this was this was my first teacher I've ever met. This was my homeroom teacher when I transferred. Very nice and welcoming. She's a wonderful teacher. Like the things she taught me about history, they're still with me to this day. I can still recall them like that. Um, sadly, she had uh, another opportunity and she um, took a step back and allowed somebody else to start doing Raider Court and now that's Miss Hawthorne and she's actually a great teacher also and we also learn history from her and that's who we uh, went to Washington with. Great. Okay so we have a we have a long history and as you probably know we have a long history in Shreveport Bossier of exporting many of our community's best and brightest talents. They grow up here go away to college, which I think you're thinking about going away somewhere for college. They accumulate great knowledge, build powerful networks, and end up never returning to live here. With all of that said, would you ever consider living here after college? And if not, how would Shreveport Bossier have to change from what you see today to be a place you would want to return to to live after college? Um, one thing I can definitely say is I will definitely be back in Shreveport, Bossier sometime in my life after college, if not right after college, because it's, it's my home city and I want to see it grow and I want to be a part of its growing. Like some Most people will level up and leave and try to get away so they don't fall back into old habits, but one of those things that Kappa League is teaching us is, okay, you have to build yourself up, but don't forget about the people around you and where you came from. So really for me, it's about it's going to be about coming back so I can bring other people up with me. Um, I don't really just want to leave and forget about the city that raised me. Yeah. And let's, let's talk hypothetically for a second. You're in Washington, D.C. for another trip, and you have a conversation with a group of students from the East Coast who have never heard of Shreveport Bossier. They say, Dylan, what's it like where you live? What do you tell them? Um, I'm gonna start out with downtown. Um, one of my favorite things about Shreveport, one of the favorite things I like to do is dress up in outfits and find various places downtown to take pictures. There's beautiful art everywhere downtown. Um, might have to hit some potholes and things to get to it or run over some things, but it's it's a beautiful area and it's like a diamond in the rough. You just have to find the beauty in your city. Love it. And as you as you look around the Shreveport Bossier community, what are what are the things you see that make you most hopeful that life is getting better here and that we are making progress as a community? Um 
we're making tremendous progress. That's the proof of that is me sitting in front of you right now. Um, I'm a high school senior. I go to school like everyone else. I, I I'm a regular student, and I have a chance to sit here and talk to you and be a voice for all my peers and everybody in my community. So on a level, yes, we're growing. And then another thing I see we're growing is the younger people. They're starting. We're starting to get active. Like we care about our community to the point where it's like. We're not just gonna sit around and throw trash. Like we'll go out on Saturdays and other days instead of partying to clean up, pick up highway, clean up things like that. So I do. I really have faith in this younger generation and our generation. I don't feel like we're gonna let the city go under. I don't think that's gonna happen. And tell me a little bit about Huntington. Everything I hear is that Huntington's kind of going through a renaissance, and the principal's incredible, and some wonderful things are happening at Huntington. Just for people that have never been to Huntington or don't really know what's taking place there, paint a little bit of a picture of what it feels like and, and what's happening. Um, Huntington, it's, it's changed my life. Uh, honestly, I couldn't say if I'd be here right now if it wasn't for Huntington. Um, the opportunities they've offered me from the dual enrollment to all the way to talking to my teachers on a personal level about my grades and academics. Um, it's a family. Nobody's going to get left behind. Huntington is bringing resources to their school that nobody else has. This dual enrollment program is one of, I think, two in the city. Well, three. They have one student at Woodline, and then BT has a program also like it. But Huntington's is unique. I mean, I haven't, like I said earlier, I haven't had to pay out of pocket for any of my college classes. The first time I'll actually be paying since I've transferred is right now, and that's to send my transcripts and to get my cap and gown. So the opportunities they've given me to be financially free and to pursue my education, it's, it's endless. I mean, I don't feel like I could have gotten that opportunity anywhere else. And I feel like that's what's drawing everybody to Huntington and that opportunity to better yourself on a level like that without trying to break the bank. And tell me, or tell the audience kind of what you were telling me off camera before we got started, just about your associate degree and what you'll have when you graduate as a senior from Huntington this year. Yes, so I should have around, I want to say, 60 college credit hours of a mathematics degree for associates, my two-year degree before I have my bachelor's. So if I wanted to, I could go straight down and jump right into my major. Um, we did the math and crunched the math, and I think they said that was around 30000 per student for person. And when I heard that, that just blew my mind. Like, And the doctor has never, ever mentioned anything like this, to the, of this to any of the students. Like, We had to go find and sneak, and we were like, oh, how much does this cost? Like, So when we found that out, we were just amazed. And something about my degree is... Actually, I was one of the first to want to pursue uh, like engineering and mathematics. So mine is a general studies concentration in mathematics um, so I can pursue physics on a bigger level. And there's not really much to it. I mean, I'll be graduating with my degree May 5th, cap and gown. I'll get to walk with all the other college kids like I'm a regular college kid. Um, and then from there, I just have to send my transcript to the college I choose. That's phenomenal. And tell me kind of some of the colleges you're looking at and um, are you going to continue, you're a linebacker for, are you going to continue playing football? Um, you mentioned physics, kind of 
what you hope to study, uh, what you plan to be, some of those things? Uh, yes, sir. Um, so football, I love it. I grew up with it, but mom always told me your brain's going to take you further than football can ever take you. So I think I wanted to pursue more academics rather than athletics because I felt it would set me up better in life. So um, some of the top colleges right now on my list are Tulane, Southern University in Baton Rouge, and Dillard. And I just hope it goes well. I mean, I'm planning to study engineering physics, and right now it's between going through a dual degree program for engineering physics and chemical engineering, or I'm going to go ahead and go engineering physics and then get my master's in mechanical science engineering and research. Something tells me you'll you'll achieve whatever you, you hope to, uh, yeah. uh, and with respect to all that. So. I really want to. Uh, I really want that doctor title, like our principal has. I just admire the way that everyone says doc, doctor, doctor, and then if you don't call him doctor, they're like, wait, you have to call him doctor. He has a PhD. So I think I admire that, and that's one of the things I want to strive for. You'll get there. Thank you. And I'm I'm down to my final question with you, which is simply uh, just kind of describe or talk about you know what what the community you'd like to see here looks like feels like um, let's say you know paint a picture of what Shreveport Bozier looks like 10 years after you come back here after college uh, 10 years after I come back in college it's gonna be a beautiful I mean the change has already started um, crime rates are going down you know what I'm saying? Um, things are starting to kind of settle back down to the way they used to be when we were children and things like that. And the spike after the pandemic happened. Um, Ten years? This They say it's met uh, metropolitan right now, but I feel like in ten years we're going to be on the scale of, like, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston. I feel like this is really going to be a center point for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people are going to come here to grow their wealth. And you feel like a lot of your peers are kind of thinking in the same way as you, meaning they're gonna they're gonna level up and, and come back, or they're gonna they're gonna go off and come back and 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 help bring this community up along with them. Yes, yeah, sir. That's the beauty of programs such as uh, Bozier City Alumni and um, Kappa League. Um, that's really connecting all of us, and it's teaching us. Okay, don't forget about your community. Like the community poured into you. You have to pour back into your community. That's how that's how it should be. That's how things should work. I mean, I have faith in all of the brothers that stand behind beside me every single day. Everybody in my classroom, everybody in Huntington. I don't think we're gonna let this they're not gonna let this city go under. We're gonna Ain't, push it ahead. Awesome. Anything else, Dylan, um, you'd like to mention, anything I didn't cover, anything uh, you'd like to say. Um, I'm I'm very hopeful about the future being with you sitting with you listening to you talk um hearing what you have to say so anything else you'd like um, to say please uh, feel free can I say hi to my mom absolutely hi mom yeah shout out 6801 raspberry lane h Thanks, i think that's Bill. all i had thank you appreciate you being here thank you